You're listening to Med School Radio. Okay, we're back with another edition of Med School Radio, and we're going over some more summaries, mixed summaries from different Q bags. Let's go for it. Let's talk first about Hunter syndrome, which is an X-linked disorder caused by a deficiency of iduronate 2 sulfatase. The clinical presentation includes coarse facial features, aggressive behavior, pearly skin lesions, and clear corneas on fundoscopic examination. Next, let's talk about stable angina pectoris which results from myocardial oxygen demand supply mismatch and manifests as chest pressure, tightness, or pain that is reliably produced by exertion and relieved by rest. It is most commonly occurring due to a fixed atherosclerotic plaque obstructing greater than 70% of the coronary artery lumen that limits blood flow during exertion. Okay, now let's talk about something we haven't talked about, and that is selective estrogen receptor modulators, which exhibit estrogen antagonist and agonist properties in a tissue-specific manner. Raloxifene has estrogen agonist activity in bone, which decreases bone resorption and improves bone density. Raloxifene has an estrogen antagonist effect on breast tissue and can decrease the risk of breast cancer. It also acts as an estrogen antagonist in the uterus and does not increase the risk of endometrial cancer. Okay, moving on. Cardiovascular lesions are the most life-threatening complications associated with Marfan syndrome. Early onset cystic medial degeneration of the aorta predisposes to aortic dissection, the most common cause of death in these patients. Okay, remember a new onset murmur in patients who use intravenous drugs is most likely a sign of endocarditis caused by Staph aureus. Let's talk about bacterial meningitis. Symptoms of bacterial meningitis include fever, headache, nuchal rigidity, and a non-blanching petechial rash. CSF analysis shows an elevated opening pressure, elevated protein, decreased glucose concentration, and significant pleocytosis of white blood cells with a predominance of neutrophils. What do you know about urticaria? Urticaria is a common hypersensitivity type 1 reaction characterized by IgE-mediated degranulation of mast cells in response to allergens. This reaction causes a puritic urticarial rash and in worst case scenarios may cause the dyspnea may cause dyspnea as with the patient in this case which you have not read but just 
Believe what I'm saying. Now let's talk about aspirin. Aspirin causes, well, it acts by irreversible COX-1 and COX-2 inhibition. Epigastric pain suggestive of gastric ulcers and ringing in the ear, for example, tinnitus, are both classic symptoms of aspirin toxicity. Other symptoms and signs include early respiratory alkalosis, followed by, by high anion gap metabolic acidosis. Remember the first, you'd have early respiratory alkalosis followed by a high anion gap metabolic acidosis. Okay, let's talk about the ductus arteriosus. This is derived from the sixth embryonic aortic arch, the sixth one. A patent ductus arteriosus causes a left to right shunting of blood that can be heard as a continuous murmur over the left infraclavicular region. Indomethacin, which is a PGE2 inhibitor, can be used to close the PDA in premature infants, but surgical ligation is often necessary in older patients. What do you know about chronic pancreatitis? Chronic pancreatitis commonly manifests as a malabsorptive diarrhea. Since the pancreas is no longer capable of secreting an adequate amount of amylase and lipase, which are responsible for the digestion of carbohydrates and lipids. Consequently, fats remain undigested in the intestines, which results in malabsorptive diarrhea. Alpha adrenergic agonists increase systolic and diastolic blood pressure by stimulating alpha-1 adrenal receptors in the vascular walls, causing vasoconstriction. The elevated systemic blood pressure then causes a reflexive increase in vagal tone, resulting in decreased heart rate and slowed atrioventricular node conduction. Okay, so that's what alpha adrenergic agonists do. It is imperative to try and prevent any and all post-surgical infections. Prompt removal of Foley catheters after they are no longer required as an important preventative measure. Okay, let's think about thyroid hormone. Excessive thyroid hormone secretion can affect the cardiovascular system through overstimulation of the sympathetic nervous system, leading to arrhythmias, tachycardia, hypertension, and increased cardiac contractility. Beta blockers are used to treat the cardiovascular effects of hyperthyroidism, resulting in a decreased heart rate. Let's think about the position of the ureters. The ureters pass posterior to the ovarian or gonadal vessels within the retroperitoneum and cross anterior to the common or external iliac arteries to reach the true pelvis. Within the true pelvis, the ureters lie anterior to the internal iliac artery and posterior to the uterine artery.
Okay, absence of uridine diphosphate glucuronal transferase results in Krigler-Najjar syndrome type 1, which is characterized by jaundice, kernicterus, and increased levels of unconjugated bilirubin. It manifests early in life and is usually fatal unless the patient receives a liver transplant. So that is what happens when you have absence of uridine diphosphate glucuronyl transferase. Fibrocystic breast changes are one of the most common causes of breast lumps in young women presenting as multiple bilateral lesions that tend to fluctuate in size with menstruation. What do you know about X-linked or Bruton A gamma globulinemia? This is caused by a defect in B cell maturation resulting in the absence of mature B cells with severe deficiency in all immunoglobulin types. T cell numbers and their function remain intact. Due to the absence of B cells, primary lymphoid follicles and germinal centers will not form within the lymph nodes. Severe combined immune deficiency is characterized by combined T and B cell dysfunction. It is a life-threatening condition that presents in infancy with severe bacterial and viral infections. Mucotaneous candidiasis, persistent diarrhea, and failure to thrive. Laboratory findings include absent T cells and hypogammaglobulinemia. The thymic shadow is not usually present due to severe T cell deficiency. Okay, an outlier, we're talking about statistics here, an outlier is defined as an extreme and unusual observed value in a data set. It can affect measures of central tendency, such as mean, median, and mode, as well as measures of dispersion, such as standard deviation and variance. Modes tend to be resistant to outliers. Okay, so that's the question. Remember, if it asks that, which is resistant to the outliers, it's the mode that would not change. Okay, we're talking again about chronic pancreatitis. Remember that it's commonly seen in individuals with a long history of chronic heavy alcohol use, and it can present with steatorrhea. The steatorrhea is due to fat malabsorption caused by pancreatic insufficiency. This leads to a decrease in the lipolytic activity of the pancreas, causing a decreased fat absorption, which can lead to fat-soluble vitamin deficiency. Skeletal muscle and adipose tissue utilize GLUT4 insulin-dependent glucose transporters for glucose uptake. Remember, the skeletal muscle and adipose tissue that utilizes GLUT4. Whereas the brain and erythrocytes take up glucose independent of insulin. So remember that the brain and erythrocytes 
do not need insulin to take in glucose. Okay, thank you very much for joining me.